0: We are on lesson. What are we? Lesson f- uh, lesson five. And I think we got through um, uh, five questions. I, as Mike and I have talked, we like to go through the verses if we can uh, that we're gonna uh, teach on. And, and this is on uh, Titus one thirteen through uh, sixteen. So I'll just read that real quickly. Uh, this testimony is true. For this reason, reprove them severely. So they may be sound in the faith, not uh, paying attention to Jewish myths and commandments of men who turn away from the truth. To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But both their mind and their conscience are defiled. And we're going to basically focus on these. uh, Verse 16, they profess to know God, but by their deeds, they deny him being detestable and disobedient and worthless for any good deed. So again that's pretty uh pretty strong statement. they profess to know God, but by their deeds they deny him being detestable and disobedient and worthless uh, it's pretty uh pretty strong uh, uh wording by paul on this so uh question six um kind of an interesting one and it, and it's a little different than when we get to question seven so what does the walk of a person reveal? Uh, what what does the walk of a person reveal about that person? So going back to sixteen, they profess to know God, but by their deeds they deny Him, being detestable, disobedient, worthless for any good deeds. So, what are your initial thoughts about this question? Is there is there a difference between a believer's walk and their talk?
1: Yeah, I think so. I I mean, <laughs> say it, but I mean, you know, you can be a believer and yet out of fellowship, and it shows sometimes in your in your walk.
0: Okay. So does a walk reveal? I think it's kind of interesting. Does there's a, there's a walk reveal about that person? So does that reveal you as a person, who you are in Christ?
2: It shows. really know.
0: Conditionally, no? Positionally. Positionally. I was going to say conditionally. Yeah. Positionally, (laughs) no. Correct. Any other thoughts? I I thought, kind of, the the one thing that came to mind to me was it's a a song I've had in reference a few times. Uh, It's a Bruce Carroll song. And it says, I would rather see a sermon than hear one any day. And, and I think that's kind of, uh, uh, a, a valid statement. I can talk all day long and be all this stuff. And, and if you don't walk the walk, it doesn't mean you have to be perfect. Uh, we've had some discussions internally in our house about, about, you know, professing this, but it doesn't have to be a hundred percent of the time. But on a generality, should your walk be a reflection of of your uh position or who you are in christ
2: yes (laughs) it should be chill there
0: with yeses on all of these (laughs) well
1: well um you know it it depends on if you're if you're you're a believer and yet you're out of fellowship for so long (laughs) there is discipline
0: yeah I don't know about yeah discipline or or child training child training you know which is i i think uh that was this morning's hungry heart i think was child training and what that means it's not it's not out of malice that's you know as in my prayer it isn't out of malice it isn't like you know you did something wrong so you get a spanking it is it isn't that it's lovingly bringing you back to your relationship with christ, so did you have something like
1: yeah it's interesting that um I think we live in a generation where, you know, we're invited to ignore the person's walk and listen to what they say. Yeah. And um I think the word of God is very specific about the walk. I mean, Paul even structures his epistles that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That here's the position, here's the talk, let's say. And then after that, here's the walk that's consistent with, and I, I was listening to, uh, I might, I might have mentioned this last week, I was listening to a tape, uh, by Miles Stanford. Uh, nice mm. to hear his voice. Yeah, obviously. You know, I've
0: never heard his voice.
1: Uh, I'll,
0: I'll give you the, yeah.
1: I, just, I, I just found
0: it on the <laughs> web. I never, I never knew him, so.
1: Anyway, he was, he was talking about, it was really interesting. He was talking about, um, how, uh, Kind of this way, but he said, let's, t- he, he did about 15 minutes on the church and the local church. He said the biggest problem and and this, I think this tape was done in like 1980. Mm-hmm. He said the biggest tr- problem in church is that everybody thinks they go to church to get. Mm-hmm. And that's not why you go. You go to serve. And there's always something that everybody can do when the body of Christ meets. It mm-hmm. can be a, but everybody, if you, if the attitude is, I'm going there because this is the place that I can serve the body of Christ, it can, you don't have to be a teacher. He said, he goes through, mm-hmm. it can be a mirror to things. It could be just, I sat and chatted with somebody today and, you know, or I, that if you have that attitude, it changes the, the whole focus on why you go. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about that ever since I heard that. You know that uh, we don't, we really do have this attitude that it's not important to fellowship together with believers as much as it would have been in the early church.
0: Well, I, I you know, I reference it a hundred times. Acts two forty two. It, it's the fellowship. It's the it's the t- elders teaching, prayer. It's four things. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, breaking of bread, teaching, fellowship. Did I get them off? What did I do? I'm, prayer, prayer. <laughs> Sorry, but it's all—it's—it's it's the fellowship part that I—I—I I, I get that we should, you know, that—that that is something that was called out, you know, in the early church that they met all the time, not only Sundays, but they met, you know, True. at their houses all the time, and they were to break bread, study, and pray, and so, you know, it was—it was that was how they were to meet how's that different today? You know, we should be fellowshipping together. You know, it's nice we can do it virtually. That's great for those who can't, but, but, you know, the, the fellowship together is, I think, a key. It is a key. And, and we'll, we'll get into a little bit of that. Um, Back, back to the,
1: back to your question. I, I thought it was interesting that, uh, to know is, I I don't know.
2: (laughs) I get into that. Yeah.
1: So is that, maybe that says to me that, there's a personal relationship.
0: Yeah, I, I will. I'll touch that on question seven, um, in in what that word is, and you know, present active and indicative and some things like that. Yeah, to know. So yeah, and and right now it's kind of in question seven. We'll get into that. That's why this one is kind of what if your walk and your talk don't match. What does that What does that reveal? And I don't think, and again, I want to go back to nobody's perfect. I fail. I failed repeatedly. But on a whole, your you walk should reflect your, your position, or, you know, that, and who you are in Christ. If you're wildly out of that all the time, I think that's what's being spoken of here. Is that if they don't, if they just, they, they talk, but none of their, their life reflects that, That that's an issue.
1: That's that's why that that tape that I was listening to really really gave a motive that uh, if my motive is I go to church A B C or D because I get something out of it, Mm -hmm. that's the wrong reason to go.
0: Yeah. Well, in, in with that too, it's, you know, again, we, we parse these down in little things. Remember what this section is. Remember who, you know, those who do it for sordid gain. Yeah. Remember and all the qualifications for an elder and these yeah. people who are upsetting whole households right. and all this. They're doing it for, you know, personal. And that's wrong. You know, that's, that's where you get off is that it's now suddenly, you know, they're doing this, you know. They talk to the talk to get something or to draw people away. They remember this is upsetting whole families and all these people that that Paul's talking about to Titus on this. So these are the people who are, you know, their their talk may be in there and they're in there, but their goal is is detestable. This, you know, all the things you just said about how bad they are. They have no desire. To edify the body, and we can look at that too. That you know, it, it, we're, we're to edify the body.
2: Mike's got a of oh, Mike. Yeah. Hey, hey, thank you. You know what? For me, just me, this—it's um, uh, a craving of the fellowship. It's a craving of a relationship. God, and I believe this. God will create the fellowship that I crave. And it took—it had to set up this craving that I had within my own heart. To understand what you cats have got in store for me and what you have, you know, what, what you have got. And it's, it's this fellowshipping, this, 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 this love that God has for me because he wants, he wants to create a relationship with me just as you create this relationship with me. I wouldn't be here had it not been for this, this craving that I have for the, for the, the word that you teach. And that's, that's the gift. You have the gift within. And as the Holy Spirit reveals it, ever so slowly with me. I mean, decades and decades. I find out that it's the this is what I really, really crave. And it was spoon fed to me in 1982 with Mr. Doyle and 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 uh, uh, showing up over there at the bookstore. It was it, it was set up that way, and it nurtured, and it started to started to heal me uh, spiritually. So that's all I need to share. Thanks. Yeah, don't don't get Mike too much. He gets no. all puffed up about that stuff. So <laughs> I get him credit
0: for I get him credit for like how I read the Bible, not to you know just read it to know him. You know that so he gets all puffed up on that. So no, um, no, I think I think the real key is you know it is you know I think about this when you go out in in the world and then you find somebody who's a believer. Isn't that kind of a you suddenly have a relationship that that the world doesn't understand that you know. I know when I find a believer, it's like just something calming or, you know, I just have a relationship with them. Maybe I haven't really known them that much, but if they're a believer, a lot of times it's just a different different type of, you know, relationship that I have with them. And and so I, I think that fellowship is a key part of this. What these guys are, are people that he's talking about. These are people who are not in for the fellowship they're into for their own gain and they're they're you know talking to talk but their walk doesn't um uh, match that and so as i said whenever a person's talk and walk conflict it is usually his walk rather than his talk that reveals what he really is and i think that's a lot of times you know i can talk of you know i i think of all these these tv preachers you know Talk a lot of, I think I said Joel Olstein last time, and some others. You know, oh man, polished. Oh, Spock's wonderful things, but then you know, not really scripturally based, and he's got you know whatever. And the, and the other, the laughable one was the one pastor who needed a Gulfstream two instead of a Gulfstream one for his ministry because he just couldn't quite you know minister out of a Gulfstream one. You know, so again, the, the, some of these things are just you know. Their walk doesn't match their talk. And, and that's what he's really, he's, he's talking here. And I, I think it's scriptural. If you look at first John one six, and I think this nails it right, right to the, <laughs> what he's talking about here. If we say that we have fellowship with, with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. So again, we, if we say we have fellowship with him and yet we walk not according to that, we lie and do not practice the truth. So that's what he's talking about here. You, you talk the talk, but your walk doesn't match it. Now I want to repeat for the hundredth time. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect and, and you never fail. We all fail. We're human, but as a whole, your walk should mimic what the life is inside of you. And, and this is also a spiritual growth as you grow in Christ your walk will begin to mimic more of who Christ is in you. So, again, it's not like a a brand-new Christian should walk, you know, have the full knowledge and walk perfectly and all that. And I think this is a growth issue that as you grow in Christ, as you have that fellowship with Christ, then your walk becomes more in tune with who you are in Christ.
1: You think... um, um what you're taught, uh, what you learn about God's word from either a grace standpoint or a law standpoint or somewhere in the middle, like he's talking here about uh, rituals and the purity and all of that. And if you're like, like me, you come out of the Catholic Church, and the walk was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. Oh, yeah. And uh, yet it didn't prove anything that had to do with knowing Christ at all. And yet, on the other extreme, you know, here's a small group of believers who study God's word and they fellowship around his word and they they meet around his word. They talk about his word all the time. And then uh, then you, you meet other people. Like you were talking about, you run into other Christians. But what I find running into other Christians is you pretty much want to find out where they are doctrinally, which will determine how close the fellowship is. And, you know, and your friends from- Yeah, there, no, Helen. Helen. Yeah. Helen is a perfect example of that. Yeah. Where, uh, there's a, you know, you can, we we went to dinner with a couple of people the night before last and one guy's a retired, uh, Presbyterian pastor and the other guy, uh, uh, likes uh Cal- Calvary chapels <laughs> and we really don't have i mean we have some fellowship yeah. with them but not like it would if if we ran into hell
0: so. yeah and i think you know that's one of those ones where you know when you meet somebody you have you have a relationship because you you're, you have the same life if they're a believer you has the same life but you know you're brought into that relationship to show them your, you know, the truth that we have. Mm-hmm. And, and I think those are the things that God will bring, you know, that, that fellowship and maybe the fellowships for you to, you know, get, drop some, some light on them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, I, you know, I, I, again, I think.
1: But what, I see right there. It's where I think the difference is. It isn't what, let's say this group of three of us or six right. of us with really different. Christian yeah. backgrounds. I think it's how you just re- interact with them mm. speaks like you say speaks a lot more yeah. than wait a minute let me tell you what my doctrine
0: is right no I, I I think but as you develop the relationship yeah then you can share that yeah but it's it's the fellowship that you have with them yeah you know and because if there's life life in them you have a bond
1: yeah
0: so yeah. and then then it's you know like for Hal and Beth it was like you know wow we are Hundred percent, you know, it was very exciting, you know. Whereas others, Miles we
1: strikers same way.
0: Yeah, you know, we have uh, where we, you know, meet others who are maybe Catholics or yeah. they're believers, but they're just not, you know. And as we said, you know, unless you have these, I am I, wholly convinced that if you if you don't know the identification, you don't grow. You
2: don't.
0: And <laughs> and and because you're always struggling with the old man and all, trying to improve and all these different things. So I think there is there is a lot of people who we'll have fellowship with but they're not growing. And and it you know you're brought into their life to have the relationship and maybe you know um God's using you but again I think uh I think it still goes back to the fellowship aspect. We all can, if there's life in them, we have the same life, we can have fellowship with them. So one of the, one of the others we're talking about the walk and and that one of the other ones I I I pulled up was, uh, the warning we give, we got in James, uh, 1, through 25. And I think this is a similar, similar type, uh, the when we just looked at first John 1, 6, uh, similar type one, but prove yourselves doers of the word, not merely hearers who delude themselves. Again, the warning of, you, you know, <laughs> You know the word, but you're not doing it. You're merely hearers who delude themselves. For if anyone does hear the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks at his natural face in the mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he has immediately forgotten what kind of person he he was. But one who looks intently at the perfect law, the law of liberty, and abides by it, not having become a forgetful hearer but an effectual doer, this man will be blessed in what he does." So again, it's not a law-based, but it's kind of the same thing. If you have this life in you, and you have growth, it, it's a natural outcome of your life in Christ is to be a doer of the word. And so I think the the warning is the same thing. You can talk uh, talk about it, but if your life doesn't reflect it, you, you know he's he's talking about. You know, those well, in these I think we get into it. These are the people who were either unbelievers who were talking the talk but not their life didn't didn't match it. And so again, James' warning is I think to believers who, you know, you have the word and yet you're not doing it. That's a, that's a concern. You should, it, the life should be expressed in you. It's not a law. It's not that you have to do it a hundred percent. I think again, James warning is the same. It's not that you are doing this a hundred percent of the time. And if you do it 99% of the time, you're out. This is again on a, on a, on a consistent basis. He's giving this warning. So, uh, I think, I think there's also, <laughs> this is one I was, and I, i looked at this. I, I thought it was just a, a secular, secular statement. But if we look at first 1 Corinthians 1533, <laughs> do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. <laughs> and, I, and I thought, you know, it's who you hang out with, you know, and I I finally I've known this verse and I kept I had to search for it because it is. It's like, you know, the, your warnings from your parents, You know, who you hang out with is what, you know, that's, you know, you hang out with good people, not bad people. Well, it's actually biblical. (laughs) Bad company corrupts good morals. So it's who we hang out with is what's key. So I think the key on this is who do we hang out with? The Lord. That's who we hang out with. If we hang out with bad company, we're going to be dragged away and our walk's not going to be good. None None of that. So... Again, if we have if we have fellowship, intimate fellowship with the Lord, our walk will match our heart and our talk. Is kind of the gist of this. So, anything else before we move on to question seven, and hopefully finish? (laughs) Any other thoughts out there? All right, we'll move on to question seven. And this is a little different, little different twist that Mike had on this question. At least <laughs> I took it to be a little bit different. Can someone talk like they know Christ and not walk like they know Christ? So I said this is a little different than the last question. This is more directed at the unbeliever that professed to know God, but the life clearly doesn't reflect a life in Christ. So this is in Titus in uh, 116. They profess to know God but by their deeds they deny him being detestable disobedient and worthless for any good deed so the the one here is that they profess to know God so um again this is kind of you know who are these people they profess okay and that's the professes in a present active indicative so they're always doing it they're doing it and it's a fact they they're professing this and that, uh, Donna, this is, yeah, f- 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 the word here for know is the form of Greek word uh, oida, Ida or ida. Um, the Zodiati's words means of God to know, i.e. to acknowledge and adore God, is the way zodiati puts it for this this verse. So they profess to know or adore God, but by their life they deny him which render them detestable, disobedient and worthless for any good deed. So, who are these people? Yeah.
1: Oh, well, verse 15, I mean, this is kind of in the same group. It looks like they they do not believe. So, I mean, it's talking about unbelievers. Mm-hmm. I think lots of unbelievers kind of use um kind of talked like this, sort of religious or whatever, but they don't really know God. Right.
0: right, and I think that's what they, I think the word here is they profess. We're saying they aren't. It's
3: just all words.
0: It's all words. And again, the talk, you know, talk versus the walk. It's all in the same same vein, basically, where these are people who talk a talk, but they certainly don't, their life does not reflect it. And so yeah, whether they're, I, I believe they're unbelievers in this, this one. And they, but these are people who are, who are in the, the, uh, Crete church. So these are the people that, that Paul is giving warning to Titus to about watch out for these people. And it, you know, he's given the qualification of the elders in the first, but then it, this is a warning that says, okay, now, now here are the qualifications for you. Now watch out for these type of people. And these are the people who are unbelievers who appear to be believers. They profess to know God, know, acknowledge, profess that they know, but they're not. And then and, and their walk proves it. And I think that's what he's giving the warning to Titus to is look at these people. If they're on a on a on a on a majority basis, their walk doesn't match their talk. Watch out for these people. I think that's what he's giving the warning to. Because again, Everybody fails. <laughs> Everybody's not 100% walking. You know, there's days we, we fail. So it's not on that that he's talking about. These are the people who profess, but on a regular pre- present act continuously, continuously do this where they profess, but their walk doesn't match. So that's who he's giving warning to. These people who, you know, they get, they come to church and they stand up and they're great and they do all this stuff. And then they go out and they're just wicked as can be, you know, or they're, they just, do it for their own gain. They're trying to bring people away. We, you know, I think they're still believers, but we had in our early years, we had people who were at our church who were less body believers and they, Oh, we want to come over and talk to you. Oh, we want to have fellowship with you. Well, that was sounded, Oh, awesome. We have fellowship. We're new. We're young, married. Yeah. Come on over. Well, after 15 minutes, it was an Amway meeting. Oh, God. You know, it, it was horrible. And, you know, I think uh, I just thought of this, you know, for sorted gain. All they wanted was to get us on the Amway, you know, pyramid scheme. And it was and I think they even tried it twice. And we finally it's like, you know, and just watch out for those people. You know, they're in the body and all they were doing was looking for Amway customers to add to their their pyramid. And it's that, you know, I thought I'd just think about that. This is exactly who he's talking about. Those type of people for sorted gain. They profess all this, and they were oh, they were you know talking the talk, but then the 15 minutes into our conversation was here came all the Amoy stuff. So it was yeah, so that was that was brutal as we were young young married. Um, uh, any, anything else? I'm gonna read any other comments before I read. The, uh, Mike had a thing in in his notes on uh, from mounts. Does anybody have comments before? It's kind of a long thing I want to read. But I think it kind of hits pretty hard. To, any any other comments before I read something?
3: I'll I'll say something. Yeah. Um Thank you. Uh, I, I think that the spirit of of Titus has to do with protecting the body, and um, it, it's hard out there, right? Like we've got unbelievers and believers, and you know, in terms of who you're hanging out with. Y- y- you're hopeful, right? There's the evangelist in a person that wants to, you know, wants to communicate God's word and, and, and see a change of mind and see somebody actually move to a different way of thinking about why they're here and where they came from and who their creator is. And it, it, it's hard, right? And to, I think, Ingrid, that was you. I, I'm not sure, but, um, you know, th- this is it It would be it would be not wise of us, I think, to think of these people that Titus and are talking about here as believers. They're not. They are. They are that crew that you just talked about. Um You know, so it, one thing that I think about is, goodness, there are so many people that don't know and don't have hope and don't realize and they've got an opinion. And that opinion can't be stomached sometimes. It's hard to listen to where folks are coming from. Um but in this case, these folks are really wanting to lead the lead the church, the flock away. They they would have you get really excited about I, I don't know, football, whatever, right? Hey, hey, watch out. Yeah, I know. I see, see your here. wink. I see your wink and I hear your wink i'm just saying that it's very easy to uh maybe misappropriate what what titus is kind of getting at here and and what paul's trying to communicate is that there are those unbelievers that have a very vile and uh hurtful thought in their mind about pulling believers out just like you know, the analogy of of the sheep and the flock and so forth. But we rely on our elders to protect us and to guide the truth of what the Scripture says. And sometimes, you know, it, it just, you, you get wrapped up and you're like, wow, I, I just engaged in a whole conversation that I didn't want to. And I feel, you know, you start feeling guilty and, you start, and those are, those, that's what the Holy Spirit does, right? That's the job. Convict. You know, to, yeah. Convict and make sure that you're, and, and to your point earlier is this whole thing is a personal relationship for believers. But, you know, um, I don't know. Just, a, just a, a thought. You
0: know, I think, I think that the underlying on this, I think is the consistency of it. This is not just a singular failure, and you do something this these people on a consistent basis do this, and, and one that's of, you, yeah. you, you know they're professing in this that's why when in the in the Greek part of it is is present active indicative it's continually they're continually doing this and you're, it, they're professing but their walk is nowhere near what what yeah. they profess
3: they're liars um right. And it's hard to see a liar sometimes because a counterfeit is supposed to be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah.
0: You know, and that's to interrupt there.
3: Oh. And I keep
0: trying to find it and I can't, it drives me nuts even on, you know, my great PC study bubble trying to find, there's one, there's a verse in there about talking to people who are consistently talking about contest, not contestable, but bringing up things that, see, this why I can't find it. It's uh. About, it. these are people who constantly just kind of pick and, and do bring up topics that are, uh, you know, controversy. It's like controversies and da 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 And we're not to associate with them or, or, be, or it's like beware of them. These people oh. who are constantly, you know, bringing up, uh, you know, contestable things or whatever. And they're, I gotta find it somewhere, but it, it's stay away from those people who, and you know we've had people come into the body here and at others, and that's all they do. They just are always picking, always picking. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's well, the, you know, it, you have a warning about those. Those people are are not there for growth. They're they're and 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 there's a warning in whatever that verse is. I'll find it someday. Um, that, that basically says, watch out for these people, similar to what the warning is here.
3: Yeah, I think I think verse fifteen talks about like it's a purity conversation. Right. Yeah. And uh, their desire is to get the conscious defiled. And it just keeps everything about the conversation just keeps going to an uh, unimpure conversation. And, you know, their purpose is to get you on the same lane of thought that they're on, which is unpure, defiled and unbelieving ultimately.
0: Right. And, And again, whenever I find this, I will find this verse. It just drives me nuts. I can't find it. See.
1: Um, Titus three nine says but avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments and quarrels about the law because these are unproductive and unprofitable and useless. Warn a divisive person once and then warn That's them a the second time. Just That's sit.
0: it. Titus three, three nine. Titus 3-9. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <Right>. in, <laughs> we'll get there. In in eight years. Yeah, <laughs> um, we. But that's that's it. You you avoid those people who are just always bringing up these controversies.
3: Yeah, the factious it's, person and
0: yeah, the factious and all this. And that's that's what I think the same warning is. But this is for the person who is you know grandiose professing these things, but then go out and their walk to, doesn't match their talk at all. And again, it's it's an unbeliever. I, again, I, I agree, JD or Ingrid, you know both. I think it's it's talking about the unbeliever that mm-hmm. is in there. You know, it's the the wolf in sheep's clothing. You know, they're in, and they are, you know, professing to be these great Christians, but not. So let me let me just so I can finish this. I'm going to read this real quick. This is from Mounts. It's uh, and Mike had this in his notes. It, uh, verse 16 is the hinge verse of the epistle. Paul has addressed the initial issues of necessity of godly leadership and has called attention to the seriousness of the cre- cretan problem. In this verse. Uh, he identifies a key issue. The opponents are teaching that what a person believes and how a person behaves are not related, and that godly living is not a necessary corollary to God's salvic plan and work. Then in the next two chapters, after giving instructions for different groups within the church, Paul will give Titus two creedal statements that show that obedience comes out of salvation, and this is where I have a little issue, and must come out of salvation, for it is a or is a purpose for which salvation was provided. These verses 10 through 16 are the only real discussion of Paul's Cretan opponents. Um, The situation in Crete appears to be similar to that in Ephesus, with a few important differences. The problem was real, since their teaching was already upsetting whole households, and yet the Cretan opponents received less attention, suggesting that the problem was not as developed in Ephesus. The opponents were unqualified, rebellious, inappropriate for positions of leadership in the church. In fact, verses 10 through 16 have the purpose of explaining why Titus must appoint only qualified people to the church le- leadership, verses 5 through 9. The opponents were teaching sensible senseless babble, words without meaning, This passage clearly shows that the teaching was primarily Jewish and taught asceticism and guidelines for ritual purity and defilement. The opponents were part of the church, but had left the truth of the gospel, and therefore they must be rebuked, so that they and the church may become healthy in their faith. So again, just kind of uh, thoughts on that. You can ponder that and think about it next week, and Michael, well, whoever is teaching next week, <laughs> will take care of it. We are late. I am sorry. Ingrid has already gone off to the music, so I am probably being hailed as we speak. So we will we will <laughs> finish here and and close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you again. The, t- uh, the warnings in Titus and what you have for the elders and also by extension, uh, believers. And just to be on the, uh, the, uh, uh, awareness of those who, uh, on a consistent basis profess these truths, but their lives and their, their walk is nowhere near matching the talk. And just the uh, warnings of that to be cautious. Uh, again, some, uh, just need, uh, 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 repentance, the change of, of, their mind and to return as believers and, and their walk, they're losing, or, uh, losing out in fellowship. But those, uh, who are professing that are unbelievers, who are just to draw and, uh, divide, uh, uh, severe warning there about, uh, their detestable actions. So, uh The warning here in Titus is to be weary of those uh both from the elders and from uh associations uh for those of us uh, out in the world associating with uh other believers or professing believers so again, we just thank you for the warnings and uh uh your guidance in this, and again just the discernment through the Holy Spirit of these. Verses and discernment uh, of the uh, people we come in contact with, those uh, who profess uh, to be believers. So, again, Father, we just uh, thank you for your word and the indwelling of the Spirit. And we just, uh, again, thank you for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.